welcome to the Crush Anxiety Podcast. If you're an anxious high achiever who's looking to reduce stress, manage your mind, and achieve more with your time, you're in the right place, my friend. I'm Dr. Allie Wood, a psychiatrist and life coach, and I've spent years trying to science the shit out of my own anxiety and that of others. And I'm here to share with you the top strategies that I've learned along the way that will help you break free and become unstoppable. So let's crush it. Did you know that the human brain has 60,000 thoughts per day? But here's the kicker. Researchers discovered that between 60 to 75% of those thoughts are negative and that a whopping 90% of them are on repeat day after day after day. So many of us cruise through life on autopilot, letting our thoughts steer our course. But here's my question for you. What happens when your thoughts take a dark turn? Those times where they become extra disturbing, extra loud, and extra hard to shake off. And I know you know what I'm talking about. It's those times when you think, what if I just crashed my car went out for a drive? And then for all the parents out there, it's those times when you have those tormenting images pop up in your head of something horrific happening to your child. It's like watching a horror movie on repeat, and we try to get the thoughts and the pictures in our mind to go away, but the harder we try, the stronger and more vivid they become. It's shit like this that makes us question our sanity, and we start believing that we're all just a bunch of psychopaths who need to be locked up. But here's the truth, my friend. Those jacked up thoughts, the ones that leave you feeling shaken and thinking that you're a terrible person, they're more common than you might think. So today, we're going to be talking all about intrusive thoughts. And by the time this video ends, you're going to have a clear understanding of what they are and insights into the top five most common themes that pop up and plague our minds. So let's get started. All right, my friend, one of the first questions we need to answer is, what exactly are intrusive thoughts? So intrusive thoughts are involuntary and unwanted thoughts, images, or impulses that appear in your mind. And it often happens without conscious control or intention. They're often disturbing, they're vivid, and they may even contradict your personal values and beliefs. These intrusive thoughts tend to manifest randomly, and the distressing and unsettling content that they carry is what makes them feel unwelcome. Whether it involves fears of harm happening to a loved one, images of violence, or scenarios that are inappropriate and taboo, these thoughts can be exceptionally sticky and hard to shake off. Now, what are the most common types of intrusive thoughts that people experience? There are five different themes that I want you to know about, and the first one is violence and harm. These involve sudden and distressing mental images or thoughts of harm coming to yourself or the people around you, and these often depict scenarios of accidents, violence, or tragic events. So let's say you're walking down the street and suddenly an image flashes in your mind of a car accident happening to someone you care about. It's distressing, it's vivid, and it feels completely out of your control. Another example would be when you're cooking in the kitchen and suddenly you have a thought that you could hurt yourself or a family member with your knife. Some other common questions people find themselves asking include, what if I don't wake up tomorrow? What if I crash my car on purpose? What if I push someone off the stairs? What if I hurt my baby? These thoughts usually frighten us because they go against our true desires. We really don't want to harm ourselves or other people, but they keep coming back again and again, and they can be super persistent and leave us feeling unsettled and disturbed. Now, the second theme of intrusive thoughts revolve around sex, so let's break this down with an example. Imagine you're in the middle of a meeting at work, 
when suddenly the image of your boss naked flashes in your mind. Or say you're out with friends at a social gathering, and out of nowhere, you find yourself contemplating inappropriate sexual acts involving your best friend. As you can see, sexual intrusive thoughts involve unwelcome and distressing images or thoughts of a sexual nature, and these often catch you off guard and can even go against your personal values and your desires. What we see is that it's not uncommon for individuals to experience explicit mental imagery involving people they know or the strangers they encounter during everyday activities. The intrusive nature of the thoughts adds an extra layer of discomfort, especially when they involve taboo sexual acts or thoughts that challenge moral boundaries. One of the top examples of this is someone worrying about having thoughts related to pedophilia, despite not wanting or endorsing such thoughts, which, as you can imagine, is very, very distressing. Now, some other common examples of questions that might pop up into your mind include, what if I can't control my sexual impulses? Why am I picturing sexual acts with family members? What if I'm gay? Am I a bad person for having these thoughts? These kind of concerns are actually more common than you might think. In fact, someone in my family actually experienced this when they were in high school. They had a lot of what-if questions and thoughts about being gay, which led to significant depression and anxiety during that time in their life. Fortunately, they're doing better now, but it's important to remember that these kind of urges and impulses and thoughts are all too common. All right, so the third theme of intrusive thoughts has to do with contamination, germophobia, and health-related concerns. So with this, you might find yourself fearing that you're unclean. You might find yourself questioning whether or not you have a serious undiagnosed health condition, or you might find that you're worrying about potential infections. Oftentimes, these thoughts trigger behaviors like excessive hand-washing, frequent showering, or seeking reassurance from multiple doctors to confirm that you are in fact okay. Some people even try to avoid certain places or objects that they believe are dirty and full of germs. And what happens is that we essentially try to engage in compulsive rituals to alleviate the anxiety associated with the uncomfortable thoughts. So common questions that people who struggle with this include, what if I touch something contaminated and get sick? What if I spread germs to others and get them sick? Why did I touch that surface? Do I have cancer? As you can imagine, these types of intrusive thoughts can have a profound impact on daily life, and they often lead to heightened levels of paranoia. We get caught up trying to find the delicate balance between our health-related concerns and the compulsive rituals aimed at managing the anxiety. Now, the next category of intrusive thoughts revolve around self-doubt and mistakes. And when you experience this, you might find yourself dealing with persistent questioning of your abilities, your decisions, or your actions. You're often left plagued by uncertainty, and this, too, can lead to a constant need for reassurance or even lead to the fear of making significant mistakes. So you might find yourself thinking, what if I'm not good enough? Why did I say that? I hope I didn't sound like an idiot. What if I make a huge mistake? What if I cheat on my spouse? We get hammered and hammered with the what ifs, and we become bombarded by these hypothetical scenarios where we question not only our abilities, but our very worthiness. It's like a never-ending soundtrack that echoes our deepest fears, our inadequacies, and our potential errors. We start second-guessing ourselves nonstop, and it's just exhausting. All right, my friend, we've made it to the fifth theme of intrusive thoughts, which involves the dynamic trio of immoral, religious, and existential thoughts. 
So to better understand this, I want you to picture yourself debating an act that pushes the boundaries of what's right or wrong. Or you might find yourself contemplating certain actions that go against your values, initiating an internal conflict that wrestles with the very nature of your character. So at the core, immoral thoughts involve challenging your sense of morality. Then when it comes to intrusive thoughts regarding religion, they often create inner turmoil because they tap into deep-seated principles. These thoughts might force you to question your beliefs that have been ingrained in you since childhood, and they evoke fears of straying from sacred doctrines or committing acts that are deemed blasphemous, and this causes you to really question your spiritual convictions. And then to take it another step further, existential thoughts bring you face-to-face with the meaning of life, your purpose, and your existence. You might find yourself pondering the vastness of the universe, questioning your role in the grand scheme of things, and wrestling with the significance of your very existence. I actually just saw a teenager the other week who had these struggles, and he was completely caught in a trap of deep uncertainty and philosophical introspection. He was asking himself questions like, what is the meaning of life? What is my purpose? Does God really exist? Is there a heaven and a hell? Am I going against my religion by having these thoughts? As you can imagine, asking yourself these types of questions produces an inner conflict that dives deep into your identity and belief systems. They lead to profound mental contemplation, and in some cases, relentless rumination. So now that you have a better understanding of the five themes of intrusive thoughts, one of the most important things I need you to remember is that experiencing intrusive thoughts is a normal human experience. Study after study has shown that everyone, at some point, mental health disorder or not, encounters intrusive thoughts. What I also need you to understand is that merely having these thoughts doesn't imply a desire or an intent to act on them. Our thoughts do not equal reality, and for the majority of us, they're harmless, and feeling appalled by them is actually a positive sign because it indicates that these thoughts are unwanted and that we don't like them. Now, it's worth noting that most people can experience intrusive thoughts or images and quickly move on from them. However, this isn't the case for everyone. For those dealing with anxiety, OCD, PTSD, or other mental health disorders, these thoughts might occur more frequently. They might be more distressing, and they might be harder to dismiss. The impact on day-to-day life can also be more pronounced and lead you to engage in behaviors that you believe will alleviate the distress. So for example, in OCD, you might obsess over the thoughts, assign value to them, and perform rituals to make them go away. With anxiety, you might resort to avoidance and attempt to free yourself from their grip. But here's the issue. Our minds are powerful, and sometimes we engage in actions that turn ordinary thoughts into troublesome, persistent intrusions. There are things we do that help thoughts fade away, and then there are things that we do that make them stick around longer. The next video is all about how we unknowingly amplify our distressing thoughts and give them more influence and power over our lives than we realize. And understanding these destructive patterns is a game changer. So stay tuned, my friend. Until then, keep kicking ass and crushing it. Just a quick reminder, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes only. Although I am a doctor, I am not your doctor. And listening to these episodes does not establish a doctor-patient relationship. This podcast is not a substitute for the advice of a doctor or other mental health professionals. It's also important to remember that the views expressed are my own 
and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any institutions or organizations I may be affiliated with. Got it? Great.